Valley is our house. This is episode 147. I am your host today, David, and with me is Lewis. Hey, hey. What's going on? Bobby, unfortunately, is absent. He had a scheduling conflict doing that thing that actually brings in some cash for him. So uh, it's just going to be us tonight. Uh, just the two of us. That's all you get. I'm sorry, listeners. I know how much we love Bobby out there. <laughs> so 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 the show is cut for three minutes yeah yeah you know th- this this will be a shorter show by like yeah three or four minutes um <laughs> I, but but seriously like the listeners do love bobby like we have had a lot of people come up to us and say how much they enjoy bobby's three and a half minutes well less is more you know <laughs> if if you're not constantly talking what you have to say has got to be important so that's you know that's the case with Bobby. That's why I'm like the most hated one. I talk too fucking much. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's pretty do, simple to you, figure that out. You do bring you do bring up some 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 stuff, and the reason I don't talk more is because uh, you know I'll, I'll say something outrageous. I'll well, say, I mean, I'll say I'll say something that that mm, eh, rubs people the wrong way. Let let let's say that. I don't know. You're. I mean, yes, everyone likes Bobby on the pod, but you're the personable, likable one, you know, outside the pod where everyone recognizes you. You know everybody. Uh, like I got I look, anybody who knows me, who has seen who has seen me, I'm not a face that is easily forgotten. Um mostly because I'm pretty I, I, I would think if you put me in a lineup of full of Latinos, you could still <laughs> pick me out. You really could. Like, I have that unique of a face, I think. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad, but somebody... It could be either way. Okay, this happened... God, I don't remember how long ago this happened now. It has to be more than 10 years ago, but still, regardless. Um, I was at an event, and this girl came up to me, and she's like, I know you. I was like, y- you do? Uh, she goes, yeah, yeah. Did you go to preschool in, you know, blah blah blah? And I was like, "Holy crap, I did." She goes, "Yeah, yeah, did wow. you have you did you have uh, you know, this teacher?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she goes, "I was in your preschool class." I mean, dude, this was well into my adulthood. So, well, if you're that, telling me 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah, that that goes to show you <laughs> that goes to show you what kind of a face I have. Well, maybe it's just her having a really good memory and her just remembering faces. Cause I, I ran into someone I went to kindergarten with while we were playing, uh, um, soccer at, uh, over in West Covina. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can just recognize like, Hey, you know, I, I went to school with you in, in kindergarten. So, you know, as long as I like interacted with you, chances are, I probably would have remembered you, uh, so maybe it's just more her than it is you. Uh, it could it could be, but like I honestly like I try. I think I remember most people, although I've gotten worse at it um, over the last few, like maybe like two years because I know there was somebody that I met recently that I was like, hey, person, maybe <laughs> well, I remember you, know- you. And and it was like somebody <laughs> like a work friend, you know, like uh, a friend, a friend of a friend from work. So, you know, she was like, yeah, yeah, we met at you know such and such. And I was like, oh, okay, I totally didn't remember. Um, well, we are getting older. So, yeah, you know, I that know. That has nothing to do with it. But dude, like, but dude, seriously, Bobby is the worst at that. Uh, there was so we were at, we were at a, a concert. We were at a concert at uh, at the Glass House over in Pomona. Um, again, this was maybe like ten years ago, 
and this guy came up to us and he, he saw both of us and he's like hey what's going on guys and we were like hey man what's going on and it was some guy that we knew from high school uh and Bobby turned to me and he goes, dude, you remember this guy's name? I was like, I have no clue who this guy is. Like, I know we've, <laughs> I know we've seen him in, around school, but I don't remember his name. Like, I honestly can't think of his name right now. I'm totally blanking. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, uh, he probably doesn't know us either. And, and so he, like, he comes back around and he introduces his friend to us. And he goes, hey, man, this is David Arona and this is uh, Bobby Lepe. You know, blah, blah, blah. And we looked at each other like, Oh crap! We're like, yeah, hey, dude, good to see you, man. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, dude, it, like we it's started horrible. looking up on social media. I think back then it was like my MySpace. We we're looking at MySpace trying to figure out who this guy was. It was like it's Nick something, or it, yeah, I don't even know if we were, if we actually remembered who this guy was. But uh, you know, regardless, like like I said, I, I have one of those faces. I think. Um, uh, what have I been described at uh, as? I've been described as cuddly, maybe. I don't know. What okay. did Chris Zeller call me the other night? I wasn't there. <laughs> I have no idea. I wasn't there because I, I I met Chris one time. It was it was last year's preseason game against NYCFC. It's the only time I ever met him. Oh wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was on. He was on the Straight from the Stands podcast. Uh, the a couple of days ago, I think it was yesterday, the day before. It was yesterday. And yeah, because I was I was listening today. Did you Did you hear? Okay, yeah. He told this story about how he got basically thrown in the in the drunk tank in San Jose and, and yeah. uh, misses right back home. Uh, never even actually got to the game. Yeah, but I remember. Uh, I, I remember the first time I met Chris. He came up to me while I was uh, before a game. We were eating something at the the benches over by the the barbecue place, Rock and Grill. Uh, and he came over to me and he recognized me and he was like, "Hey, man, blah blah blah." And he was talking to me about the pod. And so you know, we're, we chatted for a while. And then, um, and then the next time I think I saw him might have been at the LAFC game, and you know. At that game, like we're walking into the lines to the enemy's den, we walk in. And, you know, I'm a little nervous. And, you know, just kind of like have to my 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 awareness has to be a little more heightened. And Chris Zeller comes and like grabs me from behind, like hugs me from behind, and I was like, "What the hell, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you see a familiar face, you gotta run with it if you're in yeah, enemy territory. The dude, I, I mean. This guy is becoming famous in in sort of galaxy lore, but um, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys that, that uh, people talk about in in myth in uh, as as time, more time passes. Like the other day, we were talking about the guy who used to dance at the stadium. He used to do that. He used to wear that wig and the big like Mickey Mouse gloves and the cape. Yeah, and yeah. he just used to make like these weird faces as he was dancing. I remember. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. Maybe it was 2012 when he was dancing in the stands and Robbie Keane saw him while they were like getting ready to lift the trophy and he started cracking up and dancing like that guy. And then we don't hear from, we don't hear about this guy anymore. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling like Chris Zeller is becoming the sort of that mythical creature among, amongst the galaxy fans now. <laughs> He's definitely going to, his star power is rising in uh, the Twitterverse for sure. <laughs> So, uh, so that's the time so we, we live in, you know, social media. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I have the exact opposite effect. The, the other, so 
my girlfriend ended up buying me uh, tickets to uh, Land Donovan's uh, debut game in the uh, in the it's arena league. So right? we it's down in San Diego, yeah. So uh, so we went down there, and so uh, we were watching. And then she she was like, "Oh, you know, we should talk to him again." And I go, "I don't think I'm gonna have the same access. You know, there's it's a sellout crowd." And, uh, you know, in Ontario, there was hardly, you know, there wasn't that many people. And, you know, um, you can go down there and the, you can talk to the players and they'll, you know, chit chat with you. And, you know, he was gracious enough to to take pictures and sign autographs and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, I told him, like, you know, I, I'm out of my depth when it comes to, like, talking to someone, um, especially if I'm trying, like, you know, if we're targeting them, like, hey, you know, we should get them on the pod. Like. That's your job. <laughs> you know, that's not my job. There's a reason why you do it and I don't. And, uh, you know, I, I tell I tell my girlfriend, look, David is the likable, personable one. Me, I don't make a good – I don't make an impression where you're going to remember me. And if I do, it's not good. <laughs> so I actually <laughs> don't want to make – I don't want you to remember me. And so – but, like, the, the way I can, like, describe myself is, like, if you do like me – like you'll forget about it the second I leave your site. Like you'll like me, but the second I'm gone, pfft, like it was as if you, you you're not gonna remember me. And again, it could be good or bad because I like being incognito. Uh, but then it's bad when I actually need someone to remember me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, so she's like, oh, you know, like he'll recognize you. Maybe he was just like, oh yeah, you're the podcast guy. I'm like, I guarantee you, he's not gonna remember me. Uh, from even a week ago, I'm telling you, it's gonna be like, have I met you before? Oh, okay, yeah. And he's gonna be the same way, like. I'm sure I have, but I'm going to play this off, <laughs> you know? So I was like, no. So I didn't actually get a chance to like, you know, um, talk to him this time. I, I couldn't get down there. A lot more people who were, um, along the rails and, and stuff, but, um, it was cool. But yeah, that's cool. And, and did San Diego win? San Diego did win. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. no goal from Dan Landon, but he got an assist on, uh, during a power play arena league has power plays. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. You get a, you I get a. The, I heard there's a blue card. There I is heard... a yes. There is a blue card. If you get a blue card, that's when you go into the penalty box and you sit out for two minutes. Did Landon so... get a blue card? No, 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 no. He was in the like. It was San Diego who was. No, up I, a man. I, I understand that, but he, did he get? A he blue did card? not. He did oh, not get a blue he's card. He's not trying. No, no, no. He's not trying. No. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not going to defend. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm. I'm. I'm sure it's a, a lot of. Uh, shaking off that rust and trying to get trying to get back in the flow of things uh right it's right good. it's good and and you know blue cards blue cards are weird man um i, 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 I never know i never know what to do with blue cards um in 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 sports i think there's another sport that has a blue card doesn't it doesn't isn't there like isn't there like a, a handball or something that also has a blue card i have no Olympic, idea Olympic handball I never knew I was gonna say like if I saw a handball it has to be in the Olympics but I don't remember ever seeing a blue card oh okay maybe, maybe I'm wrong maybe but maybe when I, was when I first about, saw maybe the I was blue card about the navy card I have no idea was it was I have it no per, idea was it perhaps a night navy card maybe hold on that deserves a that's uh that yeah terrible so uh, so we're gonna get into this right yeah now, I guess huh? we'll get into this all right so, fuck it <laughs> So we were we were um, lucky enough to secure media access to the Galaxy's Night Navy event, uh, the the away kit jersey launch. 
this is the only the second um, media event that we've been able to attend as as such. Uh, the first one being the home awake it exactly one year ago. So uh, and that one I kind of talked my way into um, again. The face, the the the, the memorable persona that helped. <laughs> there there um, it is. See, in in, in it, this case, maybe it didn't help because it took a while, quite a while, to to actually get confirmed for the for the event. See, imagine if 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 I'm the one that has to do that. See, I can't go with my charm. I, I basically have to make them an offer they can't refuse. And well, you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, we're gonna talk that, about your thing. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. That, that that would be like my strategy. So yeah, like. No, like if, if I'm making an impression, like yeah, you're never coming back, bro. <laughs> okay, so that's why you did. This is your job. Well, that's that's why we didn't let you talk to anybody. <laughs> that's like exactly. That's why they didn't. That's why we didn't let you talk to any you, players. You hired. <laughs> <laughs> you hired someone that represented me. That's right. It, it wasn't really me. I don't. I don't go out. <laughs> if if people get a hold of me outside the podcast, they'll stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So yeah, so we were able to uh, to attend the uh, Night Navy event, and uh, actually, it, I have to give a big shout out to uh, Michelle Hootink of MLS Female because she she and I have been going back and forth about uh, hearing back, you know, getting confirmation about the 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 event, and um, she put me in touch with somebody from the Galaxy that I I feel like kind of like gave it that extra little push over the edge to make sure that we got in. Um, so uh, big shout out to her. Thanks. For, we, we hung out with her for, for most of the night at the event. Uh, I feel like we're still very green when it comes to these events. Like we were following, we were trying to follow Josh around, but he's so wily when it comes to this stuff because he just, he's such a pro and he's so good at just like being in the places that you're supposed to be in and kind of, um, knowing in advance because uh you know he was he he caught a whole bunch of stuff that we didn't catch um so you know i think i mean obviously the guy's been doing it for a long time he's he's very very good at it so um he he definitely uh kind of reminded reminded me at least how how much of a newbie i am at that uh and and lewis I, this is your first official media event yes um Sure. I mean, I, I can give you my point of view of what I felt about that, but I'm not really sure that's, you know, I, I, I kind of expected more. I, I kind of felt like, okay, like, sure, I'm part of the media, but I feel like I could have had a lot more access if I would have ripped that tag off and just called myself a fan. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it's just kind of like, you know, maybe it was just this particular, obviously it's just this particular event, but, you know, I was a little disappointed with that, that, you know, like I kind of felt the fans had more access than, than we did to the players and the coaches. And so, you know, I, I kind of felt like, okay, I, yeah. I felt, I, I kind of felt cheated because, well, well I mean, one, one thing that I don't think we took advantage of is when they, when they checked us in, they basically said, you can go wherever you want, as long as you have your you know your your wristband and so what we what we did is we went to the designated media areas instead of literally just going wherever we wanted because we i think we probably had we been a little bit more bold about that i think we could have gotten more access because like like you said um pictures started floating around of 
people posing with um, uh, Guillermo Barros Coloto, with um, Dennis DeClosa, uh, Sebastian Legette was only put out there for a few minutes. And Well, I, I, what ended up happening to us is we – so we, we're – we're watching the, the the event unfold. He had Zlatan up on stage, and we'll talk about more about what happened a little later. But so Zlatan uh, Zlatan's finished, and then we're like, okay, so let's go get like the player interviews. And I remember looking back and seeing that pretty much everyone in the media section was gone, and there was maybe like six of us in this uh, on the you know the one of the sides and the corner, and we were like, okay, let's go. And so we did actually talk to security guard where like, okay, this is probably where we would go. This is where we would have access to where the players would be. And we were kind of denied. So it wasn't like I can go anywhere. And so like, all right, well, we got to figure out where we're going. And, you know, we finally did, or I spotted Josh. I'm like, okay, if anyone's going to know where we go, it's going to be him. And he informs us, yeah, the, it's already done. It's, it's done and over with. And so I was like, wait, what? And, what, you know, we come to find out that the – access that we had the interview was legit and he was out there for three minutes so uh, again it was like a little disappointing on my end that you know um one that we weren't even informed like hey come with us and you know we'll we'll, we'll give you what, what you're here for and then like and then secondly just like okay that it was an extremely short period of time and like I said, I probably could have just taken off this little band that apparently got me access to everywhere and take it off and gotten more. I would have gotten more access to places that, you know, perhaps, but we probably wouldn't have had uh, even even if we would have get, gotten access. Like, let's say if we would have gone over and talked to try to talk to some of the uh, players that were roaming around, I don't think we would have been able to, like, interview them per se. Like, I don't I, you know. No, it, I know, it, and I think that was one of the that that was one of the disappointing parts for me that that you know only one player was made available for three minutes, and I, I don't know, I maybe it's because I was new at this, or maybe because I was expecting significantly more. Maybe this really wasn't a media event per se, but I, I felt like me for me personally, like that was a slap in the face. Like, yeah, okay, I, I think <sighs> if we, I think if we wanted one on one time, it would have been. The, the forum for that would have been more like the media day right. or like a game or like a game day um, kind of thing. I, I don't, or a, a, you know, practice day or whatever. I don't know if this was exactly the right venue for that. So yeah, but, but I agree. There was, there was kind of this, um, this sort of, you know, sometimes you have it in your head. It's going to go one way. It doesn't go that way. And then you're like, uh, well, what happened? Yeah. Um, but you know, th this is for me, I think this is a, a good learning experience. And, and like I said, you, you look at guys like, uh, Guessman, who is a total pro about this and you're like, okay, you know, this is, this is what I'm, I, I need to, to, that we need to, to kind of strive for. And to be fair, even veterans like, um, Brit, uh, Pergel and Mike Gray of LAG Confidential were kind of like confused as to what was happening. Well, so, they were the, uh, they were also one of the ones that were like they were we were standing next to them in that media section and we were the ones that were left behind when yeah. everyone else was told, "Hey, you know, interviews are this way." Um, those two including us and Michelle were were left behind. Like yeah. we weren't informed. So when we talked to them, Hey, what was going on? Like, Oh, well, 
they should have told you something as long as you were inside that media area and were like, yeah, we were. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, not everything is always going to go as planned. And so, you know, um, I don't want to say learning experience, but, you know, it, it was an experience. It's going to happen. And, you know, we just uh, wait for the next one. But all in all, the event was cool. I thought, like, I mean, obviously um, – in my head, I, I'm hyped up because, you know, I couldn't show any emotion. But, uh, you know, in my head, uh, like every other fan that was there, you know, you just can't wait to uh, to start the season. It looks like, I mean, the, the fans are just ready to explode on March 2nd. They really are. Like you could feel that you, you could feel the pulse of the crowd as uh, Rob Stone was hyping them up. Um, I, I, I We put up an article on, uh, on the website to, to kind of recap the event. Um, some of the more, some of the more entertaining stuff was coming from Rob Stone. Obviously he was out there. He knows how to play the crowd. He knows, look, this is the LA galaxy event. So I'm going to hype this up. I'm going to, you know, talk trash about, about that other team down the road. Um, probably one of my favorite things was as we were waiting for the Jersey to be officially unveiled with the players coming out. He said, uh, he came out and he said, Hey, uh, sorry guys. Guillermo sent the players on one more training run. They they went down to the uh, that other stadium down the road to take a quick leak, and then they're going to come back. That got everybody pretty much, yeah, you know, bouncing off the the walls. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that Rob Stone was saying that you know he he, he did a really good job of uh, you know getting the crowd all, all all pumped up. One of my favorite things that 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 happened was. Um, after after the the jerseys, I'm going a little, you know, not in chronological. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little out of order right now. But like, what once the the team was presented and the jerseys were 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 shown and everything, and um, you know, Rob Stone, uh, obviously the the it was always going to be Zlatan who came out to you know talk to Rob Stone and talk to the fans. And but you know, Rob Stone had this little spiel about you know uh, we're going to take a little break, but talk amongst yourselves and try to decide who you want out here. And, you know, if you're speaking to, you know, 85% of the fan base, they're 100% going to say Zlatan. But you're talking to the hardcore fans, the ones who know everything that they need to know, the ones who care, the ones who make an effort to know everything about this club. They asked for Gio. Yeah. That was the correct answer, by the way. That was the guy that you wanted on that firing as well. And I think it kind of caught Rob Stone a little bit off guard because, I, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure this was like rehearsed and, you know, he had this whole spiel ready to go. And I think he was a little like, okay, what do I say? Like, these guys are asking for Geo. I can't say like no, but you can tell it, he was he was sidestepping it. It was like, oh, this is great. This is so awesome. I think at one point he's like, yeah, yeah, we can get Gio out here. Yeah, yeah. And so, but it was like, oh, but how about Zlatan instead? Like, you know, like, it was just, like, so funny because cause in my head, I was like, you know, if it was me, I'd be asking for Gio right now. But I wonder, like, if anyone else is going to get this. And sure enough, like, I think someone yelled Gio and it just caught fire. Like, yup, that's the guy. That's the one. And yep. so, so it was, uh, it was just hilarious. And of course, Zlatan comes on and obviously he can hear what the crowd was saying. And, you know, he kind of, a lot of people said, you know, he roasted Gio and then maybe, 
uh, saying like, no, Gio's not here. He went home already. He's got a rest. He's, he's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, throwing a little shade there. And of course, you know, the fans eating it up and laughing. So um, all in all, obviously, you know, it was always going to be Zlatan on, on stage. Um, oh, getting the crowd and, going. And he's so good at he's so good at that. I mean, this is what oh, you yeah. bring a guy like well, not like Zlatan. There is no one like Zlatan. That's why you bring Zlatan to MLS because you know you're gonna get the soundbite from him, and he does not disappoint, man. But before we get into the Zlatan stuff, I do want to ask you about the design on the jersey itself. Yeah, what yeah. Let's go ahead and talk this? about this. What do you think about this, Lewis? Uh, okay. Um, you know, it, here's the thing. Call it a cop out or not. I am so conflicted. I am split down the middle. I, I'm. I might as well be a Florida election. I'm so split. <laughs> um, it, it's convicts, just con- ex-convicts can uh, can vote now. So. Uh, Okay, so you know we'll, we'll, we'll see what that does. The other. It, it might uh, actually it just might be an equal amount on both sides. Who knows? But um, look, I there are I don't hate the jersey. I don't love the jersey. There are things that I like about the jersey, and there's a couple major flaws that I really dislike about the jersey. Um, I will say this: I think that the uproar that you see on Twitter, because it seems to be, uh, for the most part, um, the majority seem to not like the jersey. Um, it is one feature that they are really in an uproar about. And by the way, I love Galaxy Twitter. Do, do, uh, yeah, that's why yeah, we're on it. Do, that's I, why we're on it. I was going <laughs> to say, to steal a line from Bobby, that's Twitter. That's, that's Twitter. Twitter. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's this... You know, glitch that is in the middle of the jersey. Um, that everyone belly, like right where if you got a little, if you're not a professional soccer player, like I, like I'm not, um, right at the point where your belly starts, the beer belly starts to kind of, you know, protrude out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's true. And and the thing is, is that you know, this was the this is the focal point of the jersey, It, it was done on purpose. This is what you want to, this is what they're trying to show you it's the one thing that everybody is talking about and they didn't like um it seems that everything else was fine um i think ed of the squad cast said you know if you take away the glitch this might be top three jersey all time yeah and you know and from far away like when we first got you know they started putting it up when we're you know standing outside i'm like oh that looks kind of cool um and of course once you got close like I don't think it's done downloading yet. What the hell is that? And, you know, so, like, you know, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, it's front and center. And, you know, that that seems to be the problem. The, the, the thing that kind of I, I felt half doomed the jersey to begin with was the hype. I, I think when, when you hype something up that much, you really have to live up to that hype. Because even if you're – if you come up short – it won't look average. It'll look, you know, or at least in people's minds, it's just, it's either a 10 or a zero. There's no in between. If there's that much hype, it has to be a 10. And the way the Jersey was hyped up with the videos. And by the way, I love the videos that, that, that they, 
that um, the media team is putting out. The we, you know the the five stars. Just the, so you know, we've been great. Right. Uh, the the five stars. Uh, you know the videos that they're showing in each star. You know how each one was won and everything. Oh, I mean, it's it's like so that's sexy. I love those. Those are beautiful, gorgeous videos. Uh, it's probably one of the one of my more favorite things that I've ever seen come out of uh, you know Galaxy social media. Um, but the hype was there. But it's you know it's centered around the jersey, and you know it, it the way it was marketed it, it it almost seemed like look we're gonna charge you this jersey is so amazing we're gonna charge you five hundred dollars for it and you're gonna ask for two, and you know they they I don't want to say they fell flat on their face but I mean the reception was a little like you know kind of a dud because it wasn't what everyone kind of expected and I think that's where it kind of doomed I think if there wasn't that much hype. You wouldn't see, you wouldn't hear that much of an uproar. You'll still hear it, but it would be kind of like a dull roar instead of what you're kind of hearing right now on Twitter. Um, but all in all, I'm still split down the middle. I'm still even debating whether I want to buy it. Like I have, I have cases on both sides. More than I know, likely, I, I probably, know I'm getting one. I know I, I have to get at least one um, because uh, my son, my oldest son, the the day we're we're going to the event. He thought he was coming with us. And I was like, uh, no, dude, sorry. We're going as media. I can't take you. And he's like, I'll be your cameraman. Like, let me just go with you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I felt terrible that he wanted to go. And, and uh, this would have been a good, I think this would have been a good event for him to go to because he would have been, he would have sort of seen like what that, that hard, hardcore group is like, you know, like what the, the, the fans that get excited over everything and they cheer and it was a, a super cool venue like to have it at the novo like i know rob stone kind of said this on on stage where he's like you know not anybody could get the novo um it's true like that was a super nice venue to be in and oh yeah and i think you gotta carry a little bit of clout if you want to if you want to be able to bring your your fan base there. And, and I think it was a great event for, for those fans. But like I said, like I felt bad that he wanted to, uh, to go. And then I couldn't take him last minute. You know, he, he told yeah. me last minute too, that he wanted to go. And I was like, ah, oh, crap, I can't take you dude. Um, so I felt bad about that, but, um, he asked me, he's like, well, can you bring me something? So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can find to bring you. And, um, after I saw the jersey, I was like, to be honest, this jersey is right up his alley because he, because he's so into Minecraft and robots. I was gonna say it's. I'm it's like, this Minecraft. is this is this is all him, and so I showed him the jersey, and he's like, I really like that. So I said, yeah. okay, so I'm I'm gonna get him a jersey. See, one of the what well, one of the the cons for me buying the jersey is, look, if we can come up with these jokes. Imagine what our enemies are going to do. You know, you know, you walk around with a jersey and but, you see, but you know, man, you know, man, that's the thing. They're just not that creative. They're just not that creative, honestly. But like, like as as you said last year, I went back and I listened to our, I think it was our MLS preview show from last year. It had to be around the time. And yeah. you went on this rant about how. You basically got a black T-shirt and a white T-shirt. You slapped a YouTube logo on it. There's your jersey, right? And it's true. It's really boring. And the thing about this, the the design of this jersey, and you look at some of the other kits that have come out throughout MLS. The LA Galaxy 
they tried something. It was a choice, you know. They're like, they're gonna swing for the fences, whether they hit a home run or they they struck out hard. They're trying stuff, and and I think it right. was a bold design choice. And yeah, the glitch is weird, but I think it's gonna grow on people. I, the the thing that bothers me more about this jersey is the square on the back. Yeah, or the name I was, was going to get if to that too. If you don't have a uh, personalized jersey, it's just basically going to be a, like a blank um, two-thirds of the back. is just going to be the, the blue, uh, a yeah. blue rectangle, which is kind of weird. Um, I think that it would have been better to just be a solid color all the way in the back or put the stripes, you know, put the stripes on it. Um, so that was, that was a little weird. It was an odd Yeah, that choice. was... Yeah, that's the actual second, you know, dislike that I have on the jersey. Well, obviously, one with the glitch was I don't dislike it that much. It's just kind of odd. It's just kind of weird. But yeah, that big block on the back, I don't ever, ever buy personalized jersey. I never put a number on it. I never put a name on it. Um, and that's just a personal choice that I do because I want to, you know, I want a jersey that has the crest on it. I'm, I'm repping the team. I'm not repping a player. I feel like if I'm like if I were to buy a Zlatan jersey, I'll get branded as, oh, you're only here for Zlatan, or you're only here for you know this player, and I don't, I, I'm not down with that. You know, if, if if some you know if somebody else is, that's their prerogative, and you know if they want to represent the player because hey, this is my favorite player, you know that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But just me personally, I I, I just don't buy a uh, player name. So that was actually a big. Um, big negative on me because I'm like, yeah, you're going to need to put something in that space and I don't do that. So, um, yeah, that's one of those like cons, uh, for me not to get the Jersey. Um, but, but but, honestly, if you don't like this Jersey, like go look at, go look at like Toronto's go look at the Red Bulls, look at Minnesota or Philadelphia's they're boring. Yeah. I so boring. Yeah. I I think it's, I, I agree with you. Um, we were talking to uh, Mike Gray of uh, LAG, LAG Confidential, and we're saying, look, for the most part, especially, you know, when, when things come out, the, the first instinct is to hate. You know, whether it's a it's a trailer, a movie trailer, or, you know, something like this. The first instinct is to hate. Eventually, you, you know, you give it a chance, or you warm up to it. I actually agree that people would just warm up to it. And you can have, like... Like I remember, um, you know, I, I never liked the uh, the that mustard and green color uh-huh. scheme mm-hmm. that the, that the Galaxy had. I, I never liked it. I never bought one of those jerseys. And I can look back at it and say, yeah, it was ugly, but cool and unique in its own right at the time. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that this is what what that's gonna be. Like, hey, remember when that happened? Yeah, it was kind of a weird design, but. Yeah, it was kind of cool for it in its own right, you know. Dude, like, what about the Waldo jerseys from the uh, U.S. Men's National Team? Remember how ugly those things were? No, th- those are really ugly. I never wore to those. Dude, <laughs> those are ugly. I I fell in love with it after a while, but honestly, like the first iteration of those jerseys, it it had the it had the like the big block uh, yeah. patch in the in the back, which yeah. was super weird because the it was the, what was it? It was like white and red stripes and white numbers. So you had to put a, like a, a block to block. Yeah. Out to, the, to, yeah. yeah, to, yeah to, to, to have the numbers actually, you know, be visible. Yeah. So that was, that was super weird. And, and, and 
but again, it grew on me. Yeah, and then Mike Gray even brought up that point, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, when the Centennial jersey came out, everyone thought it was boring. And it was. It literally was a white jersey with literally no design on it. There was no other color on that jersey except for the patch. And the patch was, like, the crest from, like, 1950s. So, you know, it really was a dull jersey. Yet, I I, I, I commented on that post that he put on Twitter, and I said, look, I... you look back at it, you're looking at it like, yeah, there really is nothing there. Yet, it's my favorite jersey. It's my favorite, like, all-time U.S. jersey. I love that jersey. And, um, and you know, it, it goes back to what, you know, Bobby's saying. Less is more. You know, what I said about Bobby. Less is more. Keep it simple. There's a lot of fan-made stuff out there that people put. And it's not some crazy, like, wild design. It's some basic design with the color schemes of the team. And yet, it resonates with everybody else. Everyone loves it. Like, why can't the professionals get it? So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I I don't dislike it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. More than likely, I'm probably going to end up getting it. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be something that you should be upset about. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty basic. If you like the jersey, buy it. If you don't, don't buy it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, 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 that's about as simple as it, as it could be. You know, don't make anybody else feel bad because... They, they like it or they don't like it. You know, you're both right. It's an opinion. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What um, is it like? Wait two years. Yeah. There'll wait a couple years. One. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, o- overall, I, I think it's uh, maybe a bit of a swing and a miss, but uh, maybe a foul tip. At I least, don't know. At I, least I, they swung. At least they swung, man. At least they swung. You know? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, Col- it could have been Colorado, worse. I mean, Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, th- th- there, there are the worse. Plate. Yeah, <laughs> that's t- you know what? That's true. I mean, it, it's like, so bland. Um, you know what? And, and it could have been straight all... out shame their fans. Yeah, that was horrible. For for those of you who don't know that, I, I guess Philadelphia asked their fans to design a jersey, and the winner, you know, of, of said, you know, uh, I don't want to say sweepstakes, but you know, that little contest. You know, uh, I don't know what they would have gotten. Maybe, I mean, if I'm them, I'm thinking. Hmm, this has happened before with Nike. I'm probably not going to do this, but um, but yeah, they had their fans design jerseys, and when they finally revealed on Twitter what the jersey is, like they completely shamed the fans' um, entries. They didn't pick any of their fans' uh, designs and went with one of their own. And in the process of doing that, they showed different designs that fans made, followed by like like popular memes or gifts that just say no. Like and then finally they they revealed theirs, which was so boring and bland, and they made you know it, it was just so awkward watching that video. I mean, just I I can't imagine like your fan. I mean, h- how do you feel? Like how like that just gave me like a really really awkward vibe just watching it, and I have absolutely no emotional ties to this team, and I I was a little like embarrassed and pissed off. So yeah, it could have been significantly worse. Oh, I, I, I threw my Philly scarf in the trash. Oh, you know what? I actually should have asked how you felt about <laughs> that. Well, there it is. Jesus. But well, you, I guys mean, gonna, be... you guys are gonna have to tune into Balls and Beers this year to to find out how I feel about that Philly jersey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's <laughs> well. That's next week. We're, yeah, we're yeah. just around the corner. So yeah, stay tuned for that. So 
so let, let's get back to the event. And uh, Dennis DeClosa and Guillermo Barrascoloto addressed the fans. They came out. Yes. Uh, Rob Stone asked them, well, you know, maybe some softball questions. Things like, what should fans expect? But I don't think that the answers were were that surprising. I mean, obviously, they're going to say the things that, that are, the fans are going to want to hear. But when Dennis DeClosa said them, I believe him. Oh, yeah. So Rob Stone asked DeClosa, what should fans expect for the, for the new look LA Galaxy? And he basically came out and said, look, we're going to fight. We're going to be the hardest working team. We're going to, we're going to put in all the, you know, all the effort that we can. And the fans should have high expectations, expectations that match the, uh, you know, a club of the galaxy stature. And that to me was music to my ears. Yeah, and of course he has to say something like that, but you're right. I believe him. I it, this is not a guy who is just there for a paycheck. He's not a guy who, you know, is handling you know the business end of this where, you know, I, I need to bring in a player to yeah, market. I need to bring in a PR player. It didn't I'm sorry? It didn't sound like PR speak to me. Yeah, exactly. I think it really was like, look, I, I I came here to do a job. I'm going to fulfill that job. And one of the reasons why I believe that fans are super hyped to get the season started is because, I mean, we've fallen on hard times the past two seasons. We finally have something to look forward to. I think we felt like that last year, just not as much. I think with the signing of, of Kamara and a couple other people that we thought, okay, this, you know, there's some good additions here. Um, you know, it, it kind of, um, I don't say it quickly died down because Latan came in a couple weeks later, but um, there was that still that apprehensiveness of, okay, Michael Ciani is still on this team, <laughs> you know, like you know, um, like th- those are just a lot of things that, that's like, okay, Gio is still on this team. Um, there's a lot of things things that were still unknown and just like, oh, how are we gonna get around this? And you know, um. You know, the, the hiring of uh, of Curtin off of all by Siggy Schmidt, it was kind of underwhelming. Now you got – and at the end of the day, Chris Klein and Pete Mayanez were still in charge of the team. And now hiring Dennis DeCloset, which in turn hired um, Escaloto, albeit through, you know, dumb luck. Um, I mean, those two right there have changed the dynamic of this team so much. And they are now – those two are now the face of this franchise. And um, I'm sure everyone has noticed this, but Chris Klein, not at the event. At least I didn't see him. I didn't I hear anything him. about him yeah. being there. Um, normally, this is an event that Chris would have attended. He's nowhere to be found. He would have been and front and center. He would have been – He would have been – yep, He would have been when, where DeClosa, DeClosa and, and GBS were. Yep, exactly. And I think when I had said like, you know – if if he's saying to himself, uh, Teclose is now you know running everything, um, all the soccer operations, and he's taking himself out of the equation, he really has taken himself out of the equation. He is completely MIA. And you know what? That actually should have happened. 
Um, I had mentioned this. Like, look, if if you're if you're the president of this organization, nobody should know that you exist. Like, nobody was talking about Dan Beckerman unless you had a reason to talk about Dan Beckerman. So, um, you know, Chris Klein has to be that shadow president again. Like, no one has to know that you're there. You know, until you need have a reason to be there, or you know, where it's like, hey, something's not right here. Where's the guy in charge? You know, uh, of the GM and, and whatnot. Um, other than that, it's like, here, I need to delegate people to do these jobs. I can't micromanage. Not only is that dumb to begin with, you're just not good at what you were doing. So you get a guy who's now competent. A guy who was, you know, taken over a federation, he's he's going to be okay with a club, you know, a club team, and um, with the connections he has, look, he's able to get Scalotto like well on his first try, you know, in a matter of what a week. So, um, I mean, that obviously has fans excited that we are now under at least the 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 soccer part of it is under leadership that know what they're doing and that are extremely ambitious and are serious about making the galaxy what they once were. Why wouldn't fans be hyped up to get this campaign started? Yeah. I know I am. Yeah. Certainly. Certainly. I got my fantasy coach pick from three years ago. I cannot <laughs> wait to like get this season started. You know, like, yeah, I, it's just like, I, I'm like ready to explode as well. I'm ready to, you know, I, I can't wait for March 2nd. Oh, I, I Easy tiger. Yeah. Easy tiger. No, no. Hey, <laughs> hey. Don't take this away from me, dude. I like being in space. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, so yeah, so it was a good event, and and then of course Zlatan steals the show with his with his banter. Um, he came out and and played a word association with Rob Stone, which I I thought was really um, it was cute. You know, it was, uh, like oh, this is gonna be cute. Zlatan is gonna say Zlatan things that he's God or that you know he's the Lion. Um, but one of the best moments came in with a really personal story. Um, but he kept, he kept saying that he couldn't hear well. Like he, he kept asking Rob Stone to repeat himself. Um, Rob Stone would ask him something like, Oh, uh, you know, Zlatan Cologne and, and Zlatan replied, there is none. And Rob's like, what are you talking about? There, you have a cologne. And he said, oh, 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 cologne, like a perfume. Because I think he, I think Zlatan thought he said cologne. Yeah. And so that's why he was like, oh, there is none. And then there was, a, there was another point where he was like, I, I couldn't hear what you asked me. But then, of course, Rob asked the golden question, LAFC. And Zlatan answered, very quickly, I might add. Who? And then as the crowd laughed, he said, that time I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely one of the more memorable mo- moments. And, you know, I got the crowd, you know, nice and fired up. And, you know, I mean, Zatan's going to say, for the most part, the right things. I mean, he knows how to appeal to his audience. And so, um, uh and obviously, you know, Rob Stone is going to be like, you know, he, he's going to tee him up for stuff like that, yeah. which is why he was asking him the, the things that he was at or the, you know, the words that he was saying to associate. What do you associate with this? So, um, so yeah, that, that was obviously, you know, he, he's a crowd pleaser. So, um, 
that was great to see. And again, like uh, you know, uh, if I was a fan, I'd you know completely be you know all over this. But I, in my head, I was, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know. But it was, uh, it was really hard not to clap or get pumped up during yeah. the during dur- during that moment, those moments because uh, I really wanted to cheer. Yeah, very, very it, it, like I, I was put to the test for sure. I, yeah. I, I had a hard time keeping a straight face. I was standing next to Michelle, and there was something I don't remember what it was anymore that he said that I was just like I, I kind of like moved my body to like get up and cheer, and then I caught myself, and I, I think I turned to Michelle. I was like, "Oh my god, I want to cheer so bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, it was like what I have to remind myself. It's like. Like well, you know, if you uh, if you got a straight flush in poker, you're not dancing on the table, right? right? You're right. gonna have, you know. So <laughs> that, that's basically what it is. You gotta you gotta keep that poker face, dude. Just get there. I mean, obviously, I had to laugh. You know, if something was funny, I think the most I ever did was maybe just smile, kind of nod my head. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was like, all right, poker face. You got a straight flush. You got you got. <laughs> I know you're dancing inside. You can't wait to get paid. But you know, just hold on a second. So. Uh, yeah, that was actually kind of fun. Well, w- um, one one thing I I learned that I I'm not sure if if you got anything out of this, but apparently we've been saying IKEA wrong this whole time. Uh, if if I learned anything, I mean, you say you learn something every day. That was a massive lesson for me. <laughs> I've been saying IKEA wrong. We've been saying IKEA wrong this entire time. Apparently, it's IKEA. <laughs> And and look, and whether or not on, whether gonna, or not Zlatan pronounces it, on. whether whatever way Zlatan pronounces it, that's just what it is now. That's that's what it is. Sorry, exactly. Sorry, IKEA, you're gonna have to change all your marketing to match IKEA. 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 <laughs> so I'm gonna say that from now on, people are gonna look at me wrong, like all crazy. I'm like, no, you've been saying it wrong. Yeah, although, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Although if I'm uh, if I am IKEA, I am changing my marketing to say. Rich people don't shop here, but intelligent people do. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was actually one that actually made me laugh. That was one of the moments that I like. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's okay for me to laugh. It's a joke. That 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 one, I I, I couldn't I couldn't hold that one in. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> and like that was like, you know what? That's not really to pump the crowd up. That was a pretty good joke. I, I might have to give a clap there, but I I, I, I restrained myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, that was a uh, that was a great line right there. Um, yeah, I mean overall, look the the the, uh, the the media part notwithstanding, the event itself was 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 awesome. You know, like I said, everyone is uh, super hyped about this season. They have reason to be. Um, you know, it was it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I I love that the galaxy does events like this. They should be doing more events like this. I wish they would. Um, you know. Um, and hopefully next year they'll have another one, and uh, you know, hopefully I, I can a- attend one more time because, um, you know, um, one of the, the things that I did pick up here is that as I'm walking around, you know, obviously um, there are people that I know but don't know. Yeah, I know who they are on Twitter. I've never officially met them, and I'm, I, it's not like I could go up to them and like, "Hey, you're so and so." This is creepy because you have no idea who I am. No, you, you, <laughs> you know, do that. you should, I do. That's a, that's what I do. Well, I mean, it depends on who it is, but I, I, I you know, I, I know we met uh, uh, Rudy from Straight from the Stands, and I met Angel for the first time Straight from the Stands. Um, I believe Angel has a new favorite. 
uh, that's fake news. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate it. But uh, but yeah, there, there was a couple people that I saw around like, oh, I know that person, and oh, I know that person. But you know, like I, I don't, you know, uh, my my face isn't on Twitter for obvious reasons. So uh, yeah, but it was just really cool, like you know, like that that extended family that is there. You know that you know that uncle that you didn't know you have. And yeah, yeah, I got all this family here that I didn't know I had. Uh, been following the team since '96, and you know I'm sure I've probably sat some, next to some of these people throughout the years and just didn't know them. So, um, you know, one of the cool things about you know being on this podcast and being on Twitter and you know kind of like branching out um, is seeing these people like hey, these these are the fans that you were always wanted. You know, so. Um, or the, the fans that you wanted to be sitting ne- ne- next to and who know about the team and who love the team as much as you do. So um, that was actually uh, really cool. Uh, just, you know, when stuff like this happens, you can see all those people come out. And uh, yeah, so more events would be uh, would be really cool. But Or maybe I should just attend more of those events. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was certainly good seeing all the people that we that we saw. We I. The only people I don't think that we ran into was the Nag Boys. I know they were there, um, and I think I saw Eddie from far away, but we did not run into them uh, in in Gasol. Yeah. Say hey, what's up to them, but yeah, it was cool meeting uh, um, George and and of course seeing Angel uh, always, um, Josh of course who is always uh, gracious with this with this time with us and uh, and. And uh, Eric Portuguese Hammer was there hanging out uh, with him, so that was good. Um, Britt, obviously, and Mike Gray from uh, from LAG Confidential. Uh, I think there was somebody else that uh, now I can't think of. Uh, oh, the Alessandra uh, Alessandra uh, guys, the brothers uh, Andrew and and Matt. We ran into them at uh, at the bar afterward. Uh, a lot of ACB people were there. Um, I saw a couple of Riot Squad guys. I saw, of course, uh, Linda Pickle, who was always at every Galaxy event. Um, even like the weird, like you know, uh, somebody's gonna show up to Curacao. Show <laughs> she probably <laughs> goes to those two. Uh, she's like super hardcore, dude. She's been around forever. Um, yeah, I believe it was at the open practice that they had a few weeks ago that I went to, she was saying that she had just got back from San Jose because she went to go see the U S national team play up there. So she, that lady is no joke, man, you know, say what you will about Linda. She is always there. So good. Good. That's to see, awesome. good, Yeah. Good to see people like that out. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the season to get started. So um, we have a couple of uh, preseason things to talk about. There was matches, uh, nobody saw them, or f- very few people saw them. Uh, yeah, the, I think the Galaxy's no, preseason game against Vancouver at the OZ Great Park was canceled because the, uh, according to Josh Gessman, the the field was underwater, um, so they weren't going to risk injury there. Instead, they played a closed door scrimmage at the Diggity, and that ended up being zero zero, and then uh, they played Atlanta. Also, in a closed-door scrimmage, uh, two games, I believe. One of them, the first one with the, most of the starters and the first-teamers, 
ended 0-0, and I believe the second game ended uh, 2-0 to Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much to go by because it's at closed-door scrimmages, so a uh, very select few people were able to to see these games. I actually think it's just media members um, and a very few media members that were able to have access to to, uh, to both of those games. So really can't tell how the team was playing. We're going by updates um, that were on Twitter that, you know, from media members that were at the game. Um, and generally speaking, what I can take away is there is no goals being allowed this preseason, mm-hmm. which is a huge, huge uh, turnaround. And it, it's your, it was your main focus. You've addressed it. Uh, I don't want to say you fixed it, but you definitely improved it. Um, and you know, the, the other part of it is that you haven't scored any goals either. So um, yeah, but- yes, Latan and Kamara did not play two of those games. I think Kamara was uh, was there for the Vancouver game, but he was coming off of um, illness. You know, he had the flu, so you know, who knows? Was he at one hundred percent, or um, you know, maybe he's just you know wasn't completely there yet. And yes, Latan was missing, and obviously that's a big piece of the puzzle. Legit, as legit too. He, he's missing. Uh, legit also is gone. Um, he's still on injury. He said. That he's uh, he could very well be ready to go for the next preseason game, which is on Saturday against Colorado um, at the Diggity, and uh, he said more than likely he might be able to play that game. But if he isn't, I mean, he probably would be ready for March second. Um, I, I got to figure that Zlatan is ready for March second. I mean, there's no really reason for him to play these preseason games. Why are you going to risk injury to to a guy like that? You know, he's going to show up. You know, he's he's ready to go. Um, so I mean, I, I the lack of goals is maybe you know a little cause for concern. I mean, not not any reason to push the panic button. Um, I think they'll be fine once the season starts. Once Zlatan's in in there, it, it, he changes the entire dyna- dynamic of the team. He's going to draw attention. Uh, you know, that's going to open up space for you know every other offensive weapon. That they have, including Kamara and Alessandrini um, and Tuna, Jonathan, so legit. So I think the offense is going to be fine. It's the same, you know, with the exception of Antuna, um, you know, you, you uh, which it seems to be an upgrade. Um, you basically have the same front six that was one of the highest scoring teams in the league. You should be fine. And then, you know, adding Diego Polenta, you know, you said in the first season, you know, calm down. It's one game. What if they start playing Vancouver or a better team? Well, they shut out Joseph Martinez and company. Yeah. So, uh, again, it is still preseason, but, you know, that's saying something. It looks like they are they are definitely improved and they are definitely in, um, you know, they're, they're, they're holding form. They're holding their formation. They're, they're where they need to be at all times. So this is a very, very good sign. Um, We talked about that. If you can plug some of these, you know, holes that were in the defense last year, um, you're definitely a playoff team. Um, So, I mean, there, as I said it last week, there are a lot of encouraging signs and they continue uh, to show, um, those signs continue to be there. So, um, 
you know, one game left Saturday, see what happens. Hopefully we can get a W uh, going into the uh, season opener, which is just around the corner. It's just a week and a half away. Yeah, so it's, it's coming fast. Like, seriously. It's coming out really fast. We were, we were kind of like in low what hibernation mode here and then all of a sudden it's like holy crap we gotta get ready because the season's almost almost here um, well i was talking to you off the pod that i felt that this off season was just extraordinarily long i remember last off season i mean we were we didn't make the playoffs in fact we were we were already eliminated well before decision day so the off season should have been or at least the time where you know games mattered um you know it was a longer off season last year um, and yet I felt that it flew by this year. I felt it just kind of like dragged and, you know, that March it took a long time to get here. Um, it's still not here, but it, it's just, I don't know. I felt like this was just a long off season for some reason. It's, it's gonna be, and maybe it's gonna be longer next year. It, yeah, it probably would be longer next year. And hopefully, well, hopefully not. I mean, hopefully we're, uh, we're making it deep into the playoffs. So, um, shorten it up just a little bit. But, um, you know, maybe make the Champions League. Who knows? I'm getting a little ahead of myself, though. But, um, but yeah, man, March 2nd. Can't wait. Can't wait. I think that as the season, as you know, as next week comes, this match against Colorado, um, we'll, I think we're going to see a, a little bit more of a, a fully formed first team because they need to start getting their offense to click. But as you said just in in some of these zero zero results that you know the through the first month of the season through march that's really all we need we need to learn uh we need to learn that defensive stance if we can get zero zero if we can get shutouts in march that is a hugely 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 positive sign guillermo when asked about what kind of style that he's going to bring the thing that he kept saying was, I'm for offense. We are going to be for offense. That's what he kept, uh, you know, repeating. But you can see it's the defense that he's really focusing on. So, oh, yeah. I, again, this is a huge, this is hugely positive for me. We'll see. Let me we'll ask see you because, uh- because, again, we went 1 1 against Toronto. In the first preseason game, uh, from two own goals, and we said, "Okay, those those two goals were a little fluky, but they didn't look bad." Toronto just got smoked by a Panamanian side in CCL, so there's a little con- that's a little concerning. Uh, you know, again, you got to remember that Kamara and Zlatan were not in there, and and the guys created chances. It's not like they got to the final third. And said, I don't know what to do with this anymore. They're creating chances. They just weren't finishing them. And this is a time that you, you know, can afford doing that. Is it the preseason? You know, like you, you shake that rust off. Um, and, you know, the more chances you create, obviously, the, the goals are going to come in. It's one thing to say, look, how many shots on goal did you get? One. How many chances did you create? Two. You know, that would be a cause for concern, but it looks like even with the zero zero matchups, it looks like they created a lot of chances. They just don't have anyone up top that can finish them. You know, I mean, I like Chris Pontius, but we said like, look, he's, he's a role player. He's a fill in player. He's in there for depth. He's in there as a substitution. 
um, you know, he's not going to be your starter. He's definitely not a striker. So, you know, that's where he was being played at. We did talk about this even last season, saying, look, if, if but this is before we signed Zlatan. They're like, look, if Kamara goes down with injury, who do we have up top? Nobody. And the same can be said now. If both of these forwards are down, if, you know, they're playing on turf so Zlatan doesn't travel and Kamara's injured, you know, I got to figure that Zlatan might step in then. But if those two guys go down, who do you put in there? Right. You don't have another striker. That might be the concerning part, that you are thin at that position, that you literally have your, your two top guys, which is good. You can afford to maybe lose one, well, we have, but you definitely can't afford to lose two. We have a $1.5 million uh, TAM player that we could throw in there. Which is exactly what I was going to get to. Is like, you know what? But that's not a solution. He's been there before. It's not, I mean, you know, he was ineffective. I, I can't imagine that he would be effective now all of a sudden. I mean, I'm hoping that would be the case, but I'm not holding my breath for that. But, we you know, when you talk about, you know, where is Gio going to be thrown at? That's probably where he's going to be thrown at. You know, that's, you know, what what role can he play? You know, what, what slot can you put him in? That's going to be the slot. And if you need another forward, that's where you're going to put him in. Because you have a lot of midfielders that can, you know, cover any position now. So you might be throwing Gio up front um, if need be. Um, but other than that, I mean, you shouldn't really be concerned. You, you're, you know, if your your offense is running through, you know, or your forwards are Ima Boateng and Chris Pontius, you know, it's going to be expected. You're probably not going to score too many goals. But um, what I was telling you, like, look at the chances they created. If those crosses, if those passes are going to Kamara or Zlatan, there's going to be some goals in that game. So I shouldn't. Um, it's not something to be worried about. Um, yet so um but if you're looking at the schedule you talk about you know these games in 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 march you got chicago as your season opener you got your next game is against dallas on the road which is i don't know i mean we don't know what dallas is going to be like this year there, there's it's a it's a question mark they did lose their coach so uh, i'm not really sure how good dallas will be this year you got minnesota at home you got portland at home you got vancouver on the road you got philly at home houston at home minnesota again rsl your first real huge major test doesn't come until may 4th where you're playing new york well we'll see so we'll see i mean it's i mean I, i'm again i'm not saying I, i've done this exercise before but um you know these are games that theoretically are winnable it's not like you're going okay we play new uh you know we're going on the road to New York where you're saying that's a tough game. We may not come out of that with three points or maybe even one point. If you're on the road to say, you know, Kansas city tough yeah, game, tough game. I'm not seeing three points. You know, it's something like that. You know, these, the, the first couple months seem like, look, you can gain a lot of momentum. Like you said, if we're posting shutouts and we're winning games, you can get a lot of confidence going into those dog days, uh, uh dog days of MLS. So, uh, and especially this year where um, the playoffs really are um, – I mean, the regular season is more important this year than it ever has been in the past. Winning these early games, you know, can can mean a hell of a lot come, you know, uh, August and September. So um, – but we'll see. You know, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But, you know, it's – it's uh, like I said, it's coming up fast. So. Yeah. It's coming up. Let's it's go coming time. up fast, and 
<clears throat> we were going to do MLS preview tonight. Obviously, with Bobby missing, we weren't we're not able to do it. So we're going to push that till next week. Uh, so next week is going to be sort of our big MLS preview show. Uh, so if you guys want to ramp up for balls and beers and you guys want to participate for balls and beers, you might want to check out our MLS preview show. I have the results from last year, or I guess the, the predictions plus the results of uh, where everybody actually ended up. And so we'll be able to see how right and wrong we were. Um, if you guys want to participate in balls and beers this year, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. It is a good, fun way to follow the league. Even if you're just a Galaxy fan and you only care about the Galaxy, the thing is, is that it's it's MLS. It The league is unpredictable, and you need to know who your enemy is. And you need to know who your opponent is. So it's fun to kind of follow along with the results of, of, the, uh, of the Galaxy's opponents. Uh, the the table for balls and beers will be up on our website at laisourhouse.com. So go and check out. That's gonna be that's gonna be the hub this year. We're gonna be trying to put more articles up. We're gonna be trying to put up more photographs. Um, Bobby, our photographer, is really really good at taking photos. As a matter of fact, I went I went and took something like over 300 photos on the night Navy event. And I think Bobby was able to salvage like 30 out of the, out of that 300. So, uh, Bobby, Bobby's, uh, Bobby's yield is far greater than mine. Um, so, you know, make sure you guys are, are checking on the page every now and again. Like I said, if you want to play balls and beers, submit your picks, get us your picks every week and we will follow you along follow along with you guys um if you win the week or if you do the best out of the people who are participating we'll shout you on out on the pod um lewis i don't think there's a trophy for listeners who participate but i don't know if we if we get enough people maybe maybe we can figure something out maybe we yeah can one of the out. something to do we'll, we'll we'll put something together for you guys yeah, one of the things that we were kind of throwing around this this season is that you know we, we want more uh, listener interaction, especially with balls and beers, and you know if we get enough people to to go in there and you guys go head to head, we were we were thinking about it if we if we had enough participation and we had enough uh, people dedicated to the game week in week out because I mean it, I know it's a long season I mean uh, trying to predict the whole league and keep up with it for uh, for thirty plus weeks it's. Uh, it's grueling. I mean, even for us, as fun as it is, it, it, it will get to you like, oh my god, like you know, it's. But it's it's a hell of a lot of fun. But one of the things we were talking about is like, you know, if we had a little contest between the fans, or if you guys can beat us consistently, whatever, you know, we had some uh, possible prizes that you know we might uh, give away to the top performers. But again, I mean, if there's only two people, you know, playing along, <laughs> you know, it's it's little unfair there you kind of like loopholed your way into that prize so uh you know so if we get enough i i think it'd be a fun way uh you know to to get the fans involved and you know it, it really is a, a fun uh, fun game it brings out that competitive nature in you and you know it's a fun way to uh be really mad at your friends because <laughs> behind the scenes it's really really funny when we're getting together and we're uh we're rooting against each other and the 
the the texts that go on between us during these games it's actually really funny and it's we kind of joke that like after two seasons how the hell are we still friends <laughs> uh you know uh but uh but it's a lot of fun at the end yeah. of the day it's you know it, it's all the, good the, fun the so. truth is we're not we're still doing we, we we just put on the face to do the to do the show <laughs> I, I i hate the son of a bitch so much <laughs> How the hell are you going to beat me in both weeks that I won both my double downs? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you still hold the trophy, so shut up. Exactly. There it is. I got I got two stars shut on this uh, th- this jersey right here. So yeah, yeah. So listeners, if you if you guys want to play along, um, please please do. Like it it is truly is a uh, fun and frustrating game, but it lets you follow along every other team in the league and uh and just makes the mls as a league more enjoyable so yeah if you yeah maybe maybe lewis maybe and this is just totally off top my head right now maybe the winner from the listeners will get the glitch just the glitch part of the night navy jersey (laughs) that's horrible I got an old CRT monitor here, a, a 56K oh, modem. There's so many jokes. <laughs> Imagine what your enemies are going to do. Oh, my God. They're going to lose to us. That's what they're going to do. Th- that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, all you got to do is point to the five exactly. stars and conversation over. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But it, it's just it's just kind of funny that, like, I think one of my favorite jokes is, like, if I if I scan this with my phone, does something actually pop up? Because that was actually one of my favorite jokes. Well, one what, what of the th- what, like I would have liked a reason. Like, what was the reason behind it? Is there some metaphorical thing here? And the only thing like I can come up with is like you know, there's a lot of change going on in the galaxy. Whenever there's a change in the matrix, there's a glitch. So maybe that's it. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I might be reaching there, but it's the only one that I would justify myself <laughs> as to like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, glitches. I was actually trying to like uh, if I was gonna do the intro, I would have like made my intro like all choppy and make it glitchy. But I'm not really sure. But I was like, I don't know if I can do those effects or if Bobby can pull those effects off, or if I was good enough to just actually talk like that. So I was like, nah, that's just more difficult than it has to yeah, be. Yeah, it's okay. Come on, <laughs> less is more. Less Indeed. is more. All right, guys. Uh, and with that, this is gonna be episode one forty-seven. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, check us check out our website, LAsOurHouse.com. We're doing more stuff on Instagram, LA underscore is underscore our underscore house. Whew. And of course, Twitter at LA is our house. Tell your friends, rate and review the podcast, even if you hate us. Give us a five-star review and then talk crap about us. Then you can tell us why you hate us, but give us that five-star review. Um, if you give us a five-star review, I'll shut up the next episode. Now we're not going to get one. Come on. Are you kidding me? We're going to get bombarded with five-star reviews. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.